You look so like artistic and poetic, like a real life, like beautiful Mona Lisa. You do. I love it. I love your background and your outfit. You just look so gorgeous. You literally look like a live painting. Thank you. You do. You so, oh, you just so gorgeous. All right, y'all. So we have shared it onto our pages. Hi, Debbie. How are you? Share, 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 guys. All right. So per usual, I'm going to pray us in and then we will get started with today's conversation. Thank you guys for joining us. Really excited about what the Lord has given us to share. And it's been a minute since we got to speak with you all. So I'm excited and just happy to be back. <laughs> um, feeling refreshed. I was on vacation last week. So I'm going to pray us in and then we're going to get started. Dear God, I thank you. You are so wonderful awesome and magnificent. We just lift your name on high. There is none like you. And in this moment, we just want to express our gratitude for just waking us up another day, giving us another opportunity to have a covenant conversation with you. And we just welcome you in to sit in the midst of this conversation, God. You can think through our mind and speak through our lips and give us the tongue of the learn so that you are glorified. Holy Spirit, have your way and do what you do best. You can penetrate the hearts and the minds of God's people as well as myself and Dana because we just want to be yielded vessels to be poured through but also this is always iron sharpening iron. It always not only makes the hearers better but us as well. So prepare all of our hearts and minds to receive what thus says the Lord. So God we welcome you into this atmosphere. We say that you can saturate it and have your divine and complete way. Let only the words that are spoken be what is pleasing in your sight in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And I think my Dana is frozen. So I am going to continue, maybe. Okay, so can y'all let me know if I'm frozen? Like, is everybody frozen or is it just Dana? Oh, thank you. We both look breathtaking. Dana, you back. Are you adding me? Okay. Yeah. You good? Yeah. Okay. She said that we look breathtaking. I think that, you know, and some of Dana's glory is coming over to me because or maybe I should do it that way. Because this girl is shining. Oh, shining. Anyway. The glory. The glory. Okay. I just prayed us in. It was a fire prayer too, but we're going to continue. Most of it. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Basically, I was just telling God I like to have his way. All right, guys. So really excited about today's conversation. So um, I was on vacation last week, um, but while I was on vacation, I just to be totally transparent and vulnerable. Wait, let me back up a little bit. I am your conversationalist, Cassandra Lenore, and I am joined by the beautiful, most breathtaking. Stop gassing <laughs> Dana Kyle. 
Exactly. And we are happy to join you for another covenant conversation. And I can't stop gassing you. I haven't seen you, friend. You're gorgeous. All right. So just back to today's conversation. So I was on vacation last week, but while I was on vacation, I was actually enduring and I described it yesterday as one of the most challenging um I guess, tests of faith that I have ever experienced. And I guess because it hits so close to home and I have been through some like <laughs> some tests in my life, but I don't know why this one affected me the way that it did and tested my faith the way that it did. So although I was on vacation, you know, a lot of times we equate a destination to a place of rest. And one of the things that God has been revealing to me is that rest is not like always a physical destination because a lot of times we feel like, oh, when I get this new job, I'm going to finally be able to rest. Or when I get my money up or when I go on vacation, like I'm going to log off and rest. And that's not always necessarily so because I was on vacation. I was on a whole trip with my entire family and that place couldn't bring me the rest or the peace that I quote unquote desired or wanted. So one of the things that God revealed to me is that peace isn't necessarily a destination. It's a state of being. Rest is a state of being. And so um, I just in this spiritual warfare and in this test of faith, I just was like seeking after God, fasting, doing the stuff that I always do on only on a higher level. Um, and when I got back, Thing, before I got back, the prayers of the righteous of as much. So the things that we were believing God for, we were fasting for, we were praying for were answered and we received the desires of our heart and God met us. Right. But I got back and I still was. I, I, I described it to my friend because he texted me yesterday and he was just like, yo, how are you? And I text him and said, spiritually strong, emotionally and physically recovering. And yesterday, um, when defining the word rest, it means to one of the definitions of rest means to recover strength. And it just reminded me of Bishop T.D. Jakes. One time he was teaching a sermon and he said that you have to rest between battles. And a lot of times I think I personally equated that rest to sleeping the day away. But what I'm learning <laughs> is that there is no amount of sleep that can amount to God's rest. And so a rest, when God is saying like rest is a state of being, it's a mindset. It is like keeping keeping your mind on on the higher things, on the word of God, staying focused on him, you know, praying, studying your word, really just diving into what God has for you, which brought me to today's conversation. So yesterday, um, God told me in the beginning of the day, like today will be a day of rest. And I'm just like, hold up now, God, we done already took Monday off and I've been off all last week. Like, I can't have another day of rest. Um, so what does this mean? What does this look like? And again, I was taking the word a little too literal, meaning that I was thinking that he was telling me, like, don't do any work, cease from working, like, just take a day and just like gather yourself, <laughs> like recover your physical and emotional strength. But what he was really saying is like, I need you to put, put a, be at rest in your mind. I need you to lay aside all those anxieties, those stresses, those problems, those worries, those fears, those frustrations, all of those feelings that you endured and overcame and were experiencing last week. They're still taking uh, holding space and taking residence in your mind. So I need you to relinquish and yeah, relinquish that control and relinquish those feelings and emotions and those thought patterns and processes over to me. And the way that you will do that is through studying my words, staying in my presence, worshiping. And so 
I, I did, but didn't do that. <laughs> like, I still feel like, you know, I was getting the revelation of what that looked like. Um, and really, it was just like, you know how the scripture talk, talks about praying without ceasing? How we do that, a lot of times we think like, oh, God, I can't be in my prayer closet 24-7 like that. That's not possible. But praying without ceasing is just being in constant communication with God. So whether it is you asking him something as simple as, God, should I go to Chipotle or should I go home? Whether it is, you know, of, of bigger things of studying your word or um, listening to worship music or listening to sermons, like, you know, constantly praying and consistently seeking God's face doesn't have to look as intentional as you think it does. It's just the same. I guess it's the same level of intentionality as um, nurturing any other relationship in your life. And that's just through constant communication. So yesterday I was uh, asking God, you know, Help me. I literally wrote down. I got my notes with me. I literally wrote down, dear God, help me to let this go. Help me to cast this care. And he said back to me, Cassandra, bury yourself in my presence daily and continually. So immediately I went over to Proverbs 3, 5 and 6 out of the Amplified Classic Edition, because this is kind of the scripture that I've been standing on in this season. And I like this version. And I just discovered this version of the Bible this year. And it reads, lean on, trust in, and be confident in the Lord with all your heart and mind, and do not rely on your own insight or understanding. In all your ways, know, recognize, and acknowledge him, which is God, and he will direct and make straight and plan your paths. So from there, I kind of was like on this journey, like, all right, guys, so how do I really surrender this over to you? Like, you know, this was this took a lot out your girl. Like, how do I surrender this over to you and just move forward? Because I'm currently still emotionally drained and physically tired. And I just want to move forward and I want to enter back into this place of rest and peace and freedom. And I, I just literally was on my knees praying, interceding, y'all, talking in tongues. And I saw with my eyes closed, Isaiah 54. I said, Isaiah 54. So I went to it and literally the title of Isaiah 54 is also the title of today's conversation, a perpetual covenant of peace. And I was just like, God, you answering your girl, you meeting her because that's exactly what I need. I need a perpetual covenant of peace. Um, and so I just, I decided to define what perpetual is just so that I can have greater revelation and understanding so that I can, I guess, receive what it is that God had for me. Because one of the things that I also realized is that a lot of times we're asking and praying and believing for things. And although we accept it, do we really receive it? And it's like, just like the same example that I always give for the Holy Spirit. Like when you receive salvation, the Holy Spirit comes upon you. So you receive the, the gift of the Holy Spirit, but you have to accept it and welcome into your heart for the infilling and the dwelling of the, um, yeah, to be the, to, for the Holy Spirit to fill you up. And so another example is like, I can give Dana a sweater. And Dana can accept the sweater. But in order for me to know that she's received the sweater, she has to unwrap the packaging and put the sweater on. So just because she has accepted the gift doesn't mean that she's received the gift because she can accept the gift and look in a box and be like this sweater's ugly and put it in the back of her closet or re-gift it to somebody else. So the, the I guess the sequence of order is just because you accept something doesn't mean that you receive it. So I can say all day like, God, I accept your peace. Like I welcome your peace into my life. 
but how do I receive it unless I, I guess, um, open it up and start not only being a hearer of the word, but a doer. So in order for me to be a doer of the word, that looks like me having revelation and understanding of that which God is speaking to me. So when he gave me a perpetual covenant of peace, perpetual means never ending or changing, occurring repeatedly, um, so frequent as to seem endless and uninterrupted everlasting, enduring forever, continuing forever, valid for all time. And so what that looked like to me is I got, you know, through reading Isaiah 54, and you guys can definitely um, read that in your quiet time with God, but what that, how I was able to not only accept it, but receive that word of a perpetual covenant of peace was to know like, it does not matter the situation, the circumstance, the test, the trial, nor the tribulation, God's peace remains. And so we have to make that decision to receive his peace because it's always going to be there no matter what we're currently enduring. It doesn't matter matter if we're on the mountaintop or in the valley, whether we're in the wilderness or a desert, like God has promised us and given us the covenant of peace. So we always have access to receive this peace. We just need to be intentional in knowing, just like in that Proverbs 3, as well as in the definition of perpetual, that it's always there. We just have to choose to access it and rely on it and lean in it and not try to stand I guess in our own strength but it was honestly in my moment of vulnerability last night that I was able to access this piece that was always present and available to me I don't know if at least for me because I can only speak for me if it's always that easy because sometimes you don't know what you're what's making you anxious mm-hmm. and so for example I was speaking with a friend last week and after a long conversation that she and I had about one particular thing that I did not think was making me anxious, she texted me and said, rest tonight. And then she sent me Philippians 4, 6, which is one of my foundation scriptures, not to be anxious about anything, but in prayer and supplication, make all this to known to God, thanksgiving, peace that surpasses all understanding, protect your hearts and minds, blah, blah, blah. And so I was like, okay, rest tonight. Maybe, like you said, that just means I'm going to go to sleep. Because <laughs> at the time, I also wasn't getting a lot of sleep. And so that night, I went to sleep thinking like, oh, I'm going to have a good sleep tonight because I don't know, whatever. But I woke up, even though I had a good amount of hours of sleep, and I still was tired, and I still was exhausted. And I was like, she told me to rest tonight, and I don't feel like I rested. What am I? And me and her had a whole conversation And so I didn't, and I felt like I got a lot off of me and we prayed and had scriptures and I still didn't have rest. So I didn't know what was still holding me down or causing me to be anxious or causing me not to have rest. And I read the word, I prayed, I talked to my friend. So then what else is there to do? (laughs) And so then the rest of that week too, I was having trouble sleeping. And then fast forward to last week, because that was two weeks ago, fast forward to last week, I hadn't had good sleep yet. And I wound up telling her in another conversation, like, yo, it's crazy because ever since you told me to rest, I've known that I needed it, but I haven't gotten it. And I haven't been able to sleep. And at one point, all of last week, I was waking up every day at like five in the morning for no reason. Tight. I I could go to sleep at two. I'm waking up at five. I could go to sleep at 11. I'm waking up at five. But either way, I'm waking up. I'm waking up tight. (laughs) Like, I'm still tired. 
And she and I and another friend of ours wound up getting into this whole big warfare prayer because we each are battling different wars at like right now. And so we were like, she was in there speaking in tongues and I could hear her like pacing her room and my other homegirl, you could hear her interceding. Like we were in prayer and I still didn't have to sleep that night. <laughs> but she was telling me in that prayer, like, yeah, cause you got stuff attacking you in your sleep and you battling stuff in your sleep. But I don't even know what's attacking me. I don't know what I'm battling. So how am I going to accept set or receive said peace when I thought I did? Mm. I don't think it's always that easy. At least I don't, for me, like I said, I could speak for me. Cause for me, it's like, I done accepted it. I done received it. I done read my word. I done engaged in prayer personally. I done engaged in intercessory prayer with two strong prayer warriors. We don't want to battle for all of our different wars. I done had prophecy over me and I still can't sleep. Mm. I'm still exhausted. <laughs> so, so well, it's so crazy. So I, if y'all haven't picked up on this, me and Dana haven't spoken a lot in the recent weeks. So it's so crazy because I haven't had much sleep as well. And I actually thought of you. And I'm so I apologize for not outreaching because I'm like, yo, I need to know. I literally said, like, I wonder if Dana. I literally said that. I was like, I wonder if Dana's sleeping. And I wonder what her dreams are looking like right now. So um, I hadn't been sleeping as well. And again, no matter how late I was going to sleep, I was waking up early. And this was before, like, I had even entered into or even knew about it was before I even knew about like what was going on and what was happening in the spiritual warfare as well as the natural uh, circumstances that were about to arise. Not last week, but the week before that carried into last week. And so I just kept waking up literally at four or five in the morning. Again, doesn't matter how late I was going to sleep. And I just uh, equated it to like, all right, God. And my dreams was crazy. My dreams have been crazy. Well, not crazy, but it's like really all over the place. And so I equated me waking up to God was trying to get me into a place of prayer and a posture of prayer. That's what I thought too, sis. Still wasn't working. Were <laughs> you being praying? So that was like, okay, I'm waking up at the same time. And clearly this is like something, maybe it's in the, the realm right now. Because someone else said, I agree. And my sleep has been similar. I have to fight for peace. But like, because I was waking up every night at five, I was like, okay, maybe this is God. So then one night I woke up at 5.30 and I was like, let me just, I already know the routine now. It's 5, 5.30. I literally just rolled over, took my Bible. It was Romans 15. It was a word for me. And I wound up having to like memorize Romans 15, one and two, and just be meditating on that. But after a good half an hour of me doing that and praying on that, I was like, okay, now I'm gonna go back to sleep. Cause I didn't have anything that I needed to be up for at the time. Couldn't go back to sleep. And I'm yeah. like, okay, I prayed, I got in my word. What else am I supposed to do? Like, so if this was God, wait. but mind you, the thing that woke me up, something in my room, I have like this figurine on my wall. The thing spun mm. and fell upside down. And that's what woke me up. Mm. And so at first I was like, mm -mm, ain't gonna be no spirits up in here. Cause why is this figurine that is fixated to the wall now upside down? And yeah. it was, and it's like metal. So it was making a clanging sound. So at first I was like, all right, what's this about? Then I got mm -hmm. in my water, but I still couldn't go back to sleep. Mm -hmm. So I don't even know if that's necessarily it, but the same person, Laria said, I keep confessing his word and it's getting better, but not where I know it can be. So this is so good. I didn't know that, okay, it's a seasonal thing. So let's call it out. One of the things that we have to take note of 
so when I was going through my stuff last last week, I was explaining that like, yo, a lot of times when we are in spiritual warfare, whether we know what the warfare the root of the warfare is or what the warfare is about or why we are in warfare like we know how to engage in the warfare right well if we don't know how to engage in the warfare we're gonna learn <laughs> we're gonna learn that day um for those who may not know how to engage and if you're going through spiritual warfare that is honestly manifesting physically or interrupting you in uh the physical realm whether it be in your sleep or um in your peace and mind uh just even in your relationships because warfare can manifest in uh, many different ways you have to of course ephesians Six is a good place to start um, studying Ephesians 6, 10 through 18, where it talks about putting on the armor of God, which is the belt of truth, the breastplate of righteousness, the shoes to spread the gospel of peace, the shield of faith, the sword of the spirit, the helmet of our salvation. And a lot of everything that I just named, except for one piece, was protective gear. The only weapon that we had was the sword of the spirit, the sword being the word of God. So while I was in the midst of warfare and while so many people, you know, commend me or uh, applaud my, me being a, a prayer warrior and just this powerful prayer person like at the end of the day that's God working through me and when I got and when I was going through last week I, I had no powerful prayers inside of me but what I did have was the word of God and so literally like the word of God tells us anyway to give him back his word and that's all I had for him was his word so I was out here praying and quoting scriptures because that's all I had for the father because I couldn't communicate and verbalize my, what was going on how i was feeling it literally took me yesterday after my live stream yesterday with olivia for me to even acknowledge or even realize that i was still physically and emotionally dealing with something where i thought that i had passed it and it was moving on to the next thing you know but i haven't fully acknowledged or dealt with what it was but when it is things that you don't necessarily know like what is going on that is when we have to stay in that posture of prayer so what dana said was true like okay so i keep on waking up and although i want to sleep like you know what there is some consistency in what's going on so let me get get out my bed and get on the floor and get into my posture of prayer let me get into my word let me study and see what the father has for me and so although we would want to go back to sleep after that after we receive that word after we have studied after we have prayed and we feel like all right now i've covered myself i've released and relinquished whatever it is that i may be battling or maybe faced with now it's time for me to be able to go back to sleep and we don't go back to sleep i think that what I'm kind of learning and receiving like, all right, God, well, what do you want me to do? And I know that I had to get to this place of what do you want me to do? Because I would want, and I have been wanting to go back to sleep and I have been wanting to identify because again, before the physical manifestation occurred, I was waking up early feeling like I was supposed to be in prayer, interceding, talking in tongues, reading my word. And then it wasn't until I felt like Saturday after a week of this, a week or two of this, it wasn't until two Saturdays ago that the physical manifestation of what I probably was in warfare about had, I guess, presented itself to me. 
And so sometimes we are in this place of God consistently waking us up and having us to meditate on certain words and study and pray to prepare us for what is about to be presented to us. And even with that, I know that one of the things that God is trying to get me to do is to create a new routine and that also includes me waking up earlier and when I get up to keep going and I don't necessarily want to, but I have been in seasons where that was my truth. So a lot of times, like the scripture says, and that's one of the things that I was meditating and studying on, like my ways are not your, my thoughts are not your thoughts. My ways are not your ways. Like God's thoughts and ways are higher and we won't always have revelation or understanding of what's going on. All we can do is seek the father for what he wants to download and give to us in this day and continue to armor ourselves in the word of God, continue to clothe ourselves in the armor of God and to continue to seek his face until either he reveals or we're uh, confronted with that thing that we're interceding about. Yeah. That's not for me personally, because I know mine is some kind of attack. Because I know the I know the difference between when God is waking me up to create a new routine, because I've had that too, where God was waking me up every morning at six. And I was like, I wasn't, my spirit wasn't grieved. I just personally was annoyed because it was 6 a.m. But now when I'm waking up, my spirit is grieved. So it's something, it's something different. And like the level of exhaustion I, exhaustion I feel. Because when I was waking up at 6, because God wanted me to, I wasn't exhausted. I was just annoyed because <laughs> I didn't want to wake up that early. But now, legitimately, I'm exhausted throughout the day, every day, don't matter what. I was like cleaning out the refrigerator, a very superficial cleaning, like not even a deep clean. Took me all of maybe 15, 20 minutes. And afterwards, I was like, I need a nap. Why do I need an hour nap after 15 minutes of cleaning the fridge? Like it's a different level. So for those that might be in the season I'm in or versus the season that Cassandra just spoke on, because I do believe that people might be in the season Cassandra spoke on. But for those who are like in war and don't know it, and it's something like grieving you and it ain't God, then it, it goes back to what Laria said, if I'm pronouncing her name right, and what Cassandra said, confessing the word and using that as your sword and your weapon. But something you did say that like made me be like, hmm, maybe that's probably it. And it's so funny. You said he's preparing us for something that he's about, about to present to us. I was in Bible study with a young adult ministry core. Shout out to Jared and Jasmine. And last week's Bible study was about preparing for the shift. Mm. And that Bible study was just so heavy. The whole time it was in that Bible study, my spirit was just so heavy. And at the end is when, when I wound up calling my two friends and we got into like warfare prayer. So it probably is some kind of preparation for something and something's attacking me because I'm about to be, um, it's a whole bunch, but yeah. Yeah. So I, for me, at least in this season, it's not a matter of receiving God's perpetual peace because I'm trying. Jasmine said, that's it. Girl, that's it. <laughs> so I don't know. I guess maybe I'm not receiving. I don't know what I'm not doing while I'm not feeling the peace and getting the rest. But I want it because I'm tired. But I do recognize now through this week why I am not getting rest, even though I haven't got rest all of October. So before this week, I wasn't I wasn't sure why I wasn't getting rest. But this week is starting to reveal why. But now it's like, okay, how do I get rest in the midst of this? Yeah. That's good. Rest. Receive the rest. Right, right. Um Baby said, that's it. That's where I find myself. I have to go deeper. Me too. For sure. <laughs> My God. 
Maybe it's just some war because it's three people up in here talking about they having similar things. And the people I was on the line with, like I said, we each have our individual wars, but that was the same thing. That was kind of battling all three of us as well, too. So I don't know. Maybe it's just that time of the year. Yeah, I mean... I don't know. I don't. I, I haven't studied and haven't had any revelation about seasonal warfare. But I am very knowledgeable about seasons. Sp speaking of like spiritual seasons and how obviously they are consistent, just like the seasons of this world. Meaning, um, just like there's a spring, winter, summer, fall. Physically, there are certain similar seasons that occur in the spiritual realm as well. And the more that I became privy and knowledgeable of that, I was able to recognize my seasons better too, which was better prepared me for when I entered into. And it's so crazy because it took, I feel like, the Facebook mem memories a few years ago to make me recognize, like, hold up right now. Like this, some of this stuff isn't a cycle. Some of it is a season. And I need to, you know, study, I needed to study that more and I got greater revelation. But I, I do feel like, you know, you, once you identify, and even if you don't fully know, because when I was going through my stuff prior, because again, I've been feeling like this and experiencing it's pretty much the bulk of October as well. Prior to me even getting that phone call two Saturdays ago, they like totally changed my life. Um, I was waking up. I was unable to sleep. And I, I kid you not, like I, and again, it's like a seasonal thing that I'm having to learn and realize that kind of always happens around this time period it's like why am i waking up early and going to sleep late like i don't want to be an early bird and a night out at the same time and a lot of that typically happens to me prior to god having to birth something through me um so i'd be willing to do and endure or whatever so that he can birth whatever it is but currently i don't have any to my knowledge, major things coming down the pipeline as far as like physical things that I know of. Like I'm not launching a new business. I'm not writing another book. You know, like everything that I'm currently doing is everything that I've been working on. So unless God is birthing a new level of ministry or warfare or faith inside of me, which are the spiritual things, then I don't, I didn't necessarily know what it was. All I know is that, okay, if something is this consistent, let me take heed to it. So instead of me just keep on rolling over and trying to ignore the nudging of God or the discomfort in the midst of my sleep. Let me get my butt up and get into prayer. And just like Dana, every time I did, I received a word and God had me. Met. It was honestly during this season that I got exposed to, I mean, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 is a known scripture. Like, it's literally a fan favorite. But this was the first time that I read it in the Amplified Classic Edition and made it become my prayer and my heart posture. And it was literally those, I feel like, weeks, maybe two Two and a half weeks of waking up super early, going to sleep super late, not being able to go back to sleep where I'm constantly praying and studying my word and listening to scriptures and sermons throughout the day. And Dana, like that's why I'm saying like we haven't really spoken. But what you're ex what you're explaining is what I was experiencing. Like being tired throughout the day, no matter how much gospel and sermons I was listening to, you no, know, like it would take me to stop what I was doing to. I want to say. I don't want to say enter into his presence like I left his presence, but to have a moment of intentional worship, a moment of intentional prayer, a moment of intentional pressing into his presence so that I can receive that refreshing so that I can continue through the day. So normally where I like 
I would want to take that nap. I would literally just stop everything that I was doing, get on my floor, listen to my gospel, open up my word of God and intercede and pray and press in. And it would be the moment that I stopped or the moment that I felt like a release or a break that I would have a little bit. It's like it was like I had a little bit more energy just to get through whatever it was. And I don't know who that's for or if that's just for me to continue in this season. But sometimes I think that we go through seasons, especially when the seasons of preparation where we have to consistently press in. And I remember at the top of the pandemic, I was encouraging and telling everybody like, yo, the world is feeding us fear. So I'm not telling y'all not to watch the news. I'm not telling you not to be abreast or knowledgeable about everything that's going on. But as much, just as much as you're feeding yourself the fear or the facts of this world, you need to be feeding yourself twice as much of faith. So if you're going to listen to the news, then you need to also counteract what you just heard with the word of God, with a sermon, with some worship music, because you don't want that that those facts of life to supersede and outweigh the truth that is found in the word of God. We want you to be knowledgeable. We want you to use wisdom, but we also don't want you that thing to become a stronghold over you. And so when I entered into the season again, again, unknowingly didn't know what was going on, just felt a very heavy burden to pray. And the more that I prayed, it kind of started becoming more clearly that I started praying and interceding for my family just for then something to happen in my family. Um, but I don't feel like there's no amount of and I, maybe everything that I was going through, just not only in October, but in my life prepared me for what I the faith test and trial that I endured uh, last week and the week before, because it took me tapping into everything that I have ever learned and everything that I have ever endured and everything that God was preparing me and pouring into me and uh, ministering to my heart in the month of October to come back and stay steadfast and firm in my faith when I was presented with this trial. Amen, Debbie. Jasmine said, is it because of the transition that's about to take place that makes it so exhausting? I believe that to be true. I believe that God prepares before he presents. I don't even know if it's about a prepare and present thing. It's just a transitional thing. Like I remember one last year, 2019, I was transitioned. Well, we were in Lent. It was the last day. It was Good Friday. And my spirit was just so heavy. And I was speaking to one of my like spiritual mothers and mentors in the church. And in the middle of our conversation, I was like, why is there something so heavy on me right now? She was like, well, it's the end of Passover. It's Good Friday. So it's about to be the end of Lent. And it's a full moon. The seasons are transitioning spiritually and it's manifest manifesting in the natural. You are literally just transitioning. And it wasn't about me being pre prepared or presented for anything. It was just literally, like you said, a spiritual season shifting. And when Season, when seasons shift, even like with the change of weather, with the daylight savings times, your body naturally gets thrown off. So mm -hmm. seasonally in the spirit, your spirit can just get thrown off in the transition, whether or not you're being shifted, presented, prepared, going to elevated, like it's just a transitional shift sometimes. And having to recognize that, like just be cognizant of the fact that transitions can sometimes cause exhaustion, discomfort, whether or not you're about to be presented for anything, but that your spirit is now just transitioning into the next and the next can be something just different. And so I know that transitions bring exhaustion, but I guess 
as you mentioned, having just to just pray and be prepared through the transition is what helps you through that exhaustion. And Laria said, I did a corporate fast and it gave me a little more kick and she's definitely going back to her secret place. So sometimes that's just what you need to do to get through the transition, whether or not you're about to be presented or not. But the present presentation doesn't have to be something physical or even spiritual that being pre being prepared before you present yeah, it. Like you said, the presented can be the different. Like you Yeah, but I'm saying like even in that next season I came into in April, I wasn't presented with nothing. But it was a different season. Yeah. So I mean I wouldn't call that pre presented, but okay, I get what you're saying. But yeah, I just I don't know. Hey Karima. She said definitely agree. Jaleesa said, seems as if many of us are going through a shifting, pruning, transitioning season, even if you don't feel like going through getting all the postures together. Definitely feel like pruning is included. But and just like when summer is about to change to fall, you switch up, you know, it's a different season. So you switch up your wardrobe. Yeah. Jasmine said, I feel like October is just an odd month anyways. There are people during this month calling spirits out, et cetera, and it requires a lot of warfare. That's the whole truth. And nothing that is the whole truth. I didn't even think about. At all. <laughs> My God. <laughs> Maybe that's why he got us praying more. Shoot. We have to come back to, we're li literally having to not only the, shoot, demons and stuff that you, we already got to face in our family and stuff like, yo, we combating regional demons. That was good, Jasmine. Thanks for that insight. Yep, facts. Because I was just having a conversation with someone where they have someone that's doing magic, casting spells, invoking spirits. Mm-hmm. And that's obviously something that people probably do all year long. But you know, in this month, Halloween, the Day of the Dead, and people um, are like, I know I've seen Christians, and this kind of irks me. But you know how some people decorate their homes for Halloween? Yeah, I've seen like Christians posting and visiting people's homes that are decorated for Halloween, and I'm like, what? Is the is it their home or are they just visiting like, like visiting them? But when I see a home that's decorated, I'm like, what in the? And I'm starting to pray because like I get annoyed when I see homes decorated for Halloween. Like I get highly annoyed. Why you as a Christian are you going up to it like, oh, this is fire and taking? This is not. Yeah, it ain't like it's fall decorations. It's skeletons and stuff. And spirits. Like, people literally have ghosts, <laughs> blow-up dolls, chilling in front of their house, and you like, oh, this is fire. No, it's not. Mm -hmm. But anyway, so yeah, this that, that was great insight. Thank you, Jasmine. Yeah, that's true. That's real. That's why constant, consistent prayer is necessary. For sure. Which goes back to that scripture, pray without ceasing. I'm about to say that's what you opened us up with. Mm -hmm. Well, well, this took a different turn, but this is, I guess, what the people needed. So glory to God. Um, I do want to read one scripture that I wanted to take note, and it's out of Isaiah 54, verse number 17. And it reads, no weapon formed against you shall prosper, and every tongue which rises against you in judgment shall you shall condemn, which is God. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord and their righteousness is from me, says the Lord. And so as being a child of the most high God, there are certain things that are automatically attached into uh, in a, included in our benefits package of salvation. And one of those being that no weapon 
uh, weapon can be a thought, idea, or suggestion, plot, plan, scheme, attack, no power, principality, no spiritual host of wickedness in heavenly places. Like literally there is nothing that the enemy can do to you that will prosper. So though the weapon may form, it will not prosper. So stand firm in that. Though you may encounter some spiritual warfare and that seems like it's some supernatural bull crap and you like what the heck is going on like stand firm and remain steadfast in your faith knowing that this weapon that is forming it will not prosper meaning it will not manifest it will not hurt you it cannot touch you and so although it may seem like things are out of your control that's okay because god is still in control and so have faith in knowing that even if you're weary, even if you're tired, quote the word of God and quote those scriptures because there is nothing that you can face that will overcome you. Maria said, God showed me it's a principality that needs to be broken and had me read Daniel 10, where Daniel grieved for 21 days. Good old Daniel fast. I think it's really good that when God reveals it, because everybody like Dana, she just knows that she grieved in the spirit and she don't necessarily know what's going on. She don't know if she's being prepared for something. She don't know if it's just a seasonal shift. She don't know if it's like a demonic stronghold. She just knows that she's in spiritual warfare and she's physically tired for the combat that she's experiencing spiritually. So when you have that insight or that revelation from God, you know, take heed to it and also be grateful for it because some people out here just fighting wars that they don't fully understand, but they willing to do what God has called them to do, which is to be an intercessor and a prayer warrior. Well, if there's no more comments, we already over time. And I'll close us out in prayer. Unless anyone else has anything on their spirit, questions, comments, concerns. Prayer requests. Prayer requests. Revelations. <laughs> Insight. <laughs> <laughs> All right. If not, let's bow our heads and come into agreement. Dear God, we thank you for another day of life, health, and strength, another day to work to walk this earth, another day with your breath in our lungs, another day to live out your purpose for us. Because if we're here, that means you still have purpose for us. Purpose and plans to give us a future and a hope and nothing to harm us. So as we come into this season, season into the season spiritually and naturally, let us remember that you have the plans for us, that you hold our life in your hands and that nothing can harm us and that no weapon formed against us shall harm us, but that only that is ahead of us is a future full of hope and a future full of good welfare and a future that you have ordained. All things come together for the good of those who love the Lord, who are called according to his purpose. So we understand that no matter what is presented to us in this season, in this transition, we know that it will work together for the good of us according to your purpose. So Lord God, we thank you for that revelation. We thank you for that insight. And we thank you for your word that we stand on. We thank you for your word that presents as a blueprint for us and a light before our feet that makes our path straight like you told us in Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. So Lord God, as you continue to make our path straight, continue to reveal to us what we need to know in this transitional season. As the season is manifesting a natural shift, the leaves are changing, the weather is changing, daylight savings time is upon us. As all these things are manifesting in the spirit, in the natural, we understand it has already transitioned in the spiritual because what happens in the spiritual is just a manifestation in the natural. So show us what we need to know in the spiritual. Give us the eyes of the spirit. Let us see in the spirit. 
Let us see what we need to know. Give us the correct posture that you have called us to have in our hearts and our minds and in our actions, that we may humble ourselves and only complete your will, that we may be humbled enough to receive what you are trying to give to us. And let us not just be hearers of the word, but doers of the word. So when you give us what our instructions are in this shift and in this season, we are best prepared and not just in receiving the instruction, but doing the instruction that we may come out of this shift rest rested well rested and in your covenant of eternal and perpetual peace so lord god we claim and stand on isaiah 54 that tells us we are in a covenant an eternal covenant an everlasting covenant a perpetual covenant of peace that no matter what comes against us no matter what storms no matter what we have been afflicted with in the past that we are now in the new covenant which is the eternal covenant of peace continue to give us this covenant of the spirit circumcise us in our hearts as we understand we're in the new covenant, which is the circumcision of the heart and not the flesh. So give us that circumcision so that we might have the correct heart posture to get through this season, that we might have the correct heart posture to deal with whatever is afflicting us, that we might have the heart that is a heart after yours, just like David was a man after your own heart. Let us be more like David. Let us be more like you so that we can endure and rest in your peace. So God, give rest to everyone that's on this line tonight, especially that's on this line today, especially those ha that have express some form of warfare, especially those who have expressed some, some type of transition, especially those that have expressed some type of anxiety, especially those who are dealing with any form of depression, any form of loneliness, any form of unforgiveness, anything that is plaguing their heart and their mind and causing them to not get the rest that you have already given us. Give us that rest. Help us remember Philippians 4, 6 through 7. Help us not to be anxious about every anything, but bring everything to you in prayer and supplication. Give thanks to you in everything. To pray without ceasing, like you told us in 1 Thessalonians 5, so that we can have the peace that surpasses all human understanding to protect our hearts and minds. Protect our bodies as we have demonic attacks that are coming up against us and rising up against us. But rise your army up to be stronger than any attack. Help us to have the full armor of the Lord, to fully wear it and to wear it boldly and courageously help us and build up our faith so that the fiery darts of the enemy cannot come against us and help us to get into your word so that we can know your word and use it offensively as you have taught us and told us to do. So we thank you, God, for your word. We thank you for your peace. We thank you for everything that you're doing for us, already done for us, and that you will do for us in the rest of this year to come. In Jesus' name, I pray and for his sake. Amen. Amen. That girl know the word. Laria said, unity, fighting in the spirit together and covering one another. Amen. We don't have to fight this world alone separately. Amen. Amen. That was, like I said, this week has been very insightful for me, including tonight, today's conversation. I keep saying tonight. It's just because, you know, when you're in church, everything is on tonight. But on tonight. Still today. It's still 1251. <laughs> so especially on today, I received greater insight. So thank you, Laria and Jasmine, who I don't know, but I knowing the spirit so thank you and it's crazy because that same thing is what a part of our prayer was on monday when we were engaging in warfare like we were covering each other and i had to tell one of my sisters like it's gonna be some stuff and i'm gonna cover you and i already knew from august that maybe that's why too i already knew from august that i was supposed to cover certain people and it's on their behalf and the in august mm, jesus in august it was the preparation for october I just realized that that is so very, very funny. Mm. Okay. You want to know why we're so, I don't know why we be uh, surprised and stuff. Cause we, we, we both entered this year with prophetic words from the Lord. 
yours specifically was that 2020 would be a year of war. We ain't necessarily know. <laughs> we ain't know what that would look like or what that would entail or include. But yo, we, we're seeing it. Um, I thank God for clarity and insight and instructions on how to move forward. Um, just cover yourselves in prayer. Cover one another for sure. I want to pray um, the prayer of salvation, but more importantly, just to be filled with the Holy Spirit, because the Holy Spirit will not only be our comforter, helper and teacher in this time, but the Holy Spirit will also help us to war and will be warring on our behalf. And so if anyone has not been filled with the Holy Spirit or you aren't sure, this is just a perfect time just to pray this prayer so that you know that you know that you know without a shadow of a doubt that you have are filled with the Holy Spirit. Um. Yes, he is amazing. Thank you, Debbie. All right, so let's pray. Um, I'm gonna pray the prayer of salvation, repentance, and to be filled with the Holy Spirit. And you guys can just join me, just so that we can make sure that everybody's covered during this time. Like we got two two months left in this year. Um, we don't know how much longer we have in this warfare season, but God's got us. So that's that's always a joy to know. So pray out. I mean, repeat after me, dear God. Dear God. Thank you for sending your son, Jesus, to die for my sins. Jesus, thank you for what you did on the cross, for conquering death, hell, and the grave. Thank you that when you ascended into heaven, you sent the Holy Spirit to live within me, to be my helper, my comforter, my teacher, and my warrior, Holy Spirit, I welcome you into my heart. Fill me until I overflow. I cast out all doubt, fears, and questions of uncertainty. And I call faith to arise right now in Jesus' name. Fill me until I overflow. When I, when I open my mouth to speak, my tongue will flow. Thank you for my heavenly language that edifies my faith and builds me up. Cover me in your blood. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. All right. So if you prayed that prayer, you are now filled with the Holy Spirit, which means that you have access to the same unlimited power that Jesus Christ has. So the same power that raised Jesus from the dead, the same Jesus, because we we know that through salvation, we become joint heirs to the throne. We know that Jesus said in his word, I believe that it was John that he said that the same works that I did did while here on earth, you will be able to do those things and even more. So when he was out here raising people from the dead, when he was out here laying hands on the six, when he when he was opening blind eyes, unmuting deaf ears, when he was casting out demons just by a word or just by a touch, we have that same power on the inside of us. So we can speak to a mountain if we believe and have faith and it can be removed and cast into the sea. So there is all power, dominion and authority attached to your tongue as a child of God and as being filled with the Holy Spirit. So there is no reason. I just feel very heavily that people have been operating with a spirit of 
fear and that through this conversation it, it instead of setting you free it kind of put on more anxiety but i want you to know without a shadow of a doubt that because you are a child of god one you are covered and two because you are filled with the holy spirit you can speak to a thing and it can be removed you can speak to a spirit you can speak to a fear you can speak to an imagination and you can cast it to the pit of hell whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven whatever you loose on earth shall be loose in heaven so there is nothing by no means that can harm you there is no reason for you to be afraid because in proverbs 18 it says that life and death is in the power of the tongue and those who love it will eat of its fruit so use your tongue speak the word of god the word of god is your sword but it is only activated through your through the vocal like through your vocal words through your vocality so be sure that you're speaking the word of god be sure that you're professing faith be sure that you are remaining steadfast through the word of god in your faith and don't be fearful like don't be fearful god has you covered and you have you covered and you cover yourself through the word of god glory to god thank you loria all right so yeah no fear only faith god's got us we come out victorious like i said i went through one of the most trying um and strongest faith tests that i have ever endured thus far in my 30 years of life and we came out victorious not because of anything that we did naturally in our faith but because of the word of god that we were standing on god showed up and he showed out and one of the scriptures that i want to sh share with you guys i think is in romans 10 11 where it says that god will not allow his children to be put to shame um just know that you you will always win you will always come out victorious you are an overcomer and there's nothing by no means that can hurt you so yeah it's Romans 10 11 for the scripture says whoever believes on him will not be put to shame that's spiritually physically relationally emotionally financially all right love y'all Danny you got anything go to our Instagram covenant conversation without an S and if you want to listen to past conversations it's on all the podcast platforms YouTube, iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Podcasts, etc. Thank you for joining us. And if y'all have any prayer requests, slide in our DMs or inbox. Word, because as Laria said, unity prayer, we gotta be covering each other and united as one body of Christ. Maybe we'll have an impromptu uh covenant conversation prayer call. We'll see what the spirit says. <laughs> All right, Halloween. Halloween. What was it? What was those Halloween uh, church things called? Holy night? What was it? Hallelujah night. Yeah, those. We, my church ain't never had them, but because of COVID, I'm sure a lot of churches may not be having them. Maybe we need to have a hallelujah prayer call. Anyway. I love that. And it, and it is so. We'll be releasing the flyer. Bye. Bye. Who am I? Am I ready?